Spice up your life with me, Health Chef Julia, as I set out on the journey of what is healthy. In each episode, we'll explore the different meanings of healthy. For some, healthy means indulging in something decadent and delicious. For others, it's a mental health day and a good workout. There's more to health than just food. It's about living well, enjoying your life, and having fun. Haven't you heard? Redheads do it best. Come with me and we'll find out just what healthy is. Welcome to a new episode of What is Healthy podcast, where we share every hack to get healthier and a more sustainable lifestyle. I'm Chef Julia, and today we'll be talking to Dr. Adele Yerma Hamadi. Did I get that right? You did, actually. Really, really nice try. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for being on today. I know you had a crazy work day in the hospital, so thank you very much for spending time with me today. <laughs> Of course. Thanks for having me. Would you please introduce yourself to the audience and tell them who you are? And um, then I'll go into grilling you with all the questions that I have. Of course. So like you mentioned, my name is Adele. Um, my last name is Yormahamadi, which is really long. But a lot of people, my patients call me Dr. Adele. And it's like my Instagram is Dr. Adele. So I'm very comfortable with just like being called Adele. Uh, I'm a chief resident at, uh, in ophthalmology department at UC San Diego School of Medicine, and I'm a huge advocate for healthy and healthy lifestyle, including like fitness, healthy eating mainly, and I'm, that, that's like kind of my true passion. I love it. How did you get into ophthalmology? Oh, that's a great question. So I grew up as an artist um, when I was a kid, and I also had this passion of helping people. So, and my, I grew up in a family with a lot of doctors. So I really knew that uh, early on, I knew that re- I really want to be a doctor um, to be able to help people more. But ever since I went to medical school, I was looking for a specialty, which is more visual so that I can use my artistic skills. So the moment I rotated in ophthalmology, it's it's like a very visual um, subspecialty and the impact you make in people's life. I mean, like vision is one of the most senses of all. So, I mean, it's very gratifying to be able to help people see better and improve their quality of life. So I just like I was drawn to ophthalmology uh, very immediately uh, when I rotated. And then I'm so grateful. And I, if I go back, I would make the same decision. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That is like the happiest because people are always either love what they do or hate it. So it's really nice to hear when someone's like very passionate about it and would go back and do it all over again. Yeah, I agree with you. I kind of feel like, you know, it's like very cliche to say, you know, if you love what you do, then you don't feel like working. But for me, it's like very true, true, true story. I really love what I do. Um, What are your goals and dreams for the future in your career? Because I see on your Instagram, you say that like your eye surgeon in training. Uh, yeah, so I am a senior resident. So I have a few more months to graduate. And I just matched into a fellowship program. So I will be continuing my education. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll be continuing my education as a glaucoma fellow. And I'll stay at, in San Diego, which is something I'm very excited about. So hopefully uh, I'll continue my education as an eye, um, eye surgeon and a glaucoma subspecialist. And I do have passion for education too. So I really love teaching people, teaching um, patients. So I think I would love to stay in academia. And I also have passion for research. So I think academia is for me the 
my where I see myself in future. I love that. Is it true what they say about San Diego? Isn't it like the happiest place in the U.S.? And they say that it's the least prescribed anxiety and depression medication um, area. I would, I would agree. I've never heard about the second, like, I mean, like it is the America's finest city for sure. It's like really a happy place, but I've never heard the second statement, but I can, I can 100% uh, accept that, that, that can be true. Cause it's like, you get 200 sunshine, like pretty much all year round and like beach you're surrounded by so many beautiful beaches and people are really really nice here like living here is very easy and like there's not much traffic and it's just like it's really a happy place to be yeah i love that now we all need to move to san diego (laughs) um so i started this podcast because i was you know there's so many health focused influencers and doctors and nutritionists out there in the social media world and we're constantly being pushed and told or suggested um, to, you know, do this or eat that or do this diet versus that. And I think that like everybody has a different school of thought on health. So I wanted to reach out to all sorts of different people who are in the health space and ask them what is healthy for you. That's actually very interesting. And thanks for doing it. (laughs) So I agree with you. It's like, it's so much information out there. It's like a crazy word. It's great that we have all this information, but it's, I, it's, it can be really confusing for people, like what is right and wrong. Like some people say, this is right. And then the, the next moment you open another person's account and you figure, oh, this is like, they're saying the completely opposite thing. It's like, it can be really, really infu- um, confusing. I can tell you a little bit about my story. So I, I have always had this true passion for nutrition, food and nutrition science ever since I was younger, like a kid or like I was a teenager. And and I, I kind of, I can probably tell you that, you know, I was mainly vegetable, like plant dominant, maybe flexitarian, but um, I was, I was like, I ate everything. I just like, I was trying to, you know, eat more vegetables and fruits. I mean, like, it's a no brainer. Everyone knows that, you know, the more vegetables and fruits you eat, it's like, it's the, the healthier you become. So I, that, that's kind of where I was when I was like younger, I thought that I'm, you know, I'm trying to do something good for my body, you know, exercising, eating healthy, eating more vegetables. Um, But then I had this period before I started my residency in ophthalmology where I I already matched and I knew where I will be the next year, but I had this like couple months that I could do whatever I want. And because I always wanted to, uh, I like, I was always on the quest to find like, what is the healthiest diet for human beings? Um, And I forgot to mention that, you know, because of my passion, I used to study a lot of nutrition, like nutrition is not taught that much in medical school, but I did a lot of self-study because just, I I just liked it. Um, But then it was not until a couple years ago um, before I started my residency that, you know, I was like, you know, I have to dig into this topic more with uh, all the new, you know, informations and like see what is the, the healthiest diet 
for a for human beings. So I got to know uh, a lot of doctors like, uh, who are advocates for plant-based diet, who are treating patients on a plant-based diet, who are reversing a lot of our chronic conditions like heart disease, obesity, hypertension. So I got really interested. That was something that I never heard of because in medical school, it's all about like medicine, you know, do this injection, use this ointment, use this tablet. So uh, that's what we were taught. Long story short, I spent all that, that time reading every book, every article, like do as much research as I can. And I kind of came into conclusion that really a plant-based, a predominantly plant-based diet is the way to go. And yeah, so, so that, is, that is basically how I got into this. Uh, and I've been on, um, I mean, like we call it vegan, but I'm pretty sure you know the major difference between being vegan and being on a plant-based diet. My husband and I are both, and my like my brother too. We are all um, vegan, but we don't. We never call ourselves vegan because you know um, you can be vegan, but you can be eating Oreos and chips and soda and like a lot. So we're I I don't I never buy soda. You know I don't like eating chips because it has so much saturated fat and it's just, it's vegan but it's not healthy. So basically this is and I can tell you that in I, like I was I told you a little br- bit briefly about my childhood and my like y- my younger ages in medical school that I thought I'm like you know I'm fit I'm try to eat healthy but it was not until when I decided to be you know on a whole food plant-based diet per se that I had the discipline of cutting out a lot of things and it was not until now like then that I realized really um we, we, I, I used to even, even if I was interested in healthy eating, I was eating so much junk. You know, I can make you some examples. So every day I, we walk in the hospital and there's always an event or like it's someone's retiring or it's a birthday, it's 4th of July, it's like, it's Friday. There's always a lot of like in our res, in like our employee lounges or kitchens, there's always a big cake, a lot of chocolates, a lot of donuts, a lot of, a lot of things that I am pretty sure like 100%. Uh, 10 years ago, I would definitely eat them, not even not even realizing that I'm used like eating them every day. And our like our lounges are food with like snacks, a lot of processed food that I used to eat thinking, you know, oh, this is like, okay, that's okay. I'm eating less. But I just realized that it's just now after, you know, make, being disciplined, I kind of grew out of snacking on a lot of packaged food, processed food. And I just walk in the grocery stores, just like walking fast, a lot of aisles and just going straight to the aisle with like all the colorful, colorful vegetables, fruits and all those things that have are more nutrition and good for so that's basically how I got into this. And I've never been healthier, happier than this. I'm a huge advocate to all my colleagues, all my patients. I spend extra, extra time to, you know, educate my patients about their condition, what they can do for themselves. It's not just their eye condition. They can, what they can do to treat or reverse a lot of the chronic conditions that they um, suffer from. But like, I feel like what you said, modern medicine really gives you a pill for a, um, 
to subdue the symptoms instead of like going to the root cause, which could probably be solved through diet. That is 100% true. It's actually funny that you met. So my stepfather, we own a vegan restaurant in New York City. So if you're ever in New York, please. That's so cool. We love that. Uh, But it all started because his mom was diagnosed with lymphoma in the early 90s. And they had just come to America. So and he was a a psychologist. So he quit um, his job and moved her to the Berkshires, to the Cushy Institute, um, which is like a fully macrobiotic vegan institute. And they went macro and vegan for like three or four months, like live there, everything. And she went into remission. And she lived for five more years just from changing her diet completely. So I'm a huge proponent of that. I don't like to put labels on what I am because I feel like there's stigma and judgment or um, I don't want to feel like I'm restricting anyone to be around. Like, so I will eat to try, but predominantly I'm just like you, like mostly plant-based. I love, I love to hear like that story is really amazing. Yeah. yeah it's great it's a great story and then when she passed he opened the restaurant in her memory so the restaurant's been there now since 2001 and we're one of like the I don't know first vegan restaurants in New York oh that's so cool so neat (laughs) how so you said that you started this plant-based diet um in your residence when you started residency so yeah exactly right before I started residency so I've been on I've been uh, on a vegan diet close to four years now well, that's why you look so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, do you see a difference in food from where, where are you from in Iran? I was born in Tehran. Okay. So do you see a difference in food consumption and quality of food from Tehran to San Diego or like US in general? I can tell you, they may be subtle differences, but I think they say like sky is blue everywhere. It's like, because if I think about it, like Persian food is really, um, really delicious. But you know, can you make vegan tadik? I can. Actually, tadik, tadik, yeah, tadik, tadik can be made tadik very easily. Tachin is, tachin is hard because tachin has yogurt in it, uh, but and yogurt and egg. But then tadik is mostly, you know, you can put a bread or... Um, potato yeah I do pita nice oh yeah pita yeah so but the thing is that you know um just like how Americans love bacon and steak Iranians love you know kebab which is basically ground beef and like you know lamb so I kind of feel like there is not much difference if I were because the, the other thing is that when I was growing up like 30 years ago when I was a little kid uh there were only maybe couple of companies who were making ice creams and you know chocolate chips and I don't like like M&Ms and things like this but now and and like what is it like cheese puffs and all all those snacks all those like highly processed snacks Um, so but now I know as much as you know we have all the variety in our stores they have it too so I mean like it's just like I kind of feel like the food industry is kind of the same they just like things more delicious more sugar in it more addictive and people like it and it's you open a snack and seconds later it's gone so I kind of feel like and it's really really sad like as a doctor I I kind of feel really really bad because you know I see a lot of my colleagues you know we're very busy you know you you barely can find the time to eat something and I can see most of my colleagues, like 
the openness soda, openness snack. I mean, like things have changed. I can tell you because um, they actually call me health chief because ever since I, I started, I started like, you know, talking to everyone, you know, individual group lectures, not, not lectures, it's just like talking. And they're like interested because we have monthly or like weekly lectures that they have to order food and they always have to get a, a vegan food for me. So this like we have, we've been having these like uh, continuous um, discussions with my colleagues. And it's so funny that not, I, I can tell you that more than half of them are now inspired to eat more vegetables and like, Last night, I had one of my junior residents send me a beautiful picture of her bowl. And she's like, I think you're now so proud of me. And she has these avocados and cabbages and like carrots. I'm like, I, I am proud of you. So I mean, like, and then a lot of others tell me that, you know, every time I walk in the grocery store, I like think about you and I'm more inspired to, you know, eat, make, in, incorporate more vegetables in my food, which is really, really, you know, this is something that I really enjoy but at the same time every time I see a doctor you know uh, drinking soda or like opening a snack because they don't have time to eat healthy I'm just like I get so heartbroken <laughs> I know I was actually gonna say that like it's funny that these are doctors who are doing it who are medical professionals and you still have to teach them to incorporate more vegetables into their foods Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, I kind of feel like as human beings in this day and age, we are so busy with what we are doing that, you know, we sometimes forget about, you know, our health and wellness. And food, food can easily be forgotten. The importance of food can easily be forgotten. You walk out there like a lot of fast foods, a lot of things that are like more accessible easily. You can just like, you know, skimp on, you know, just just like, uh, get whatever it's more accessible and easier because you don't have time but but yeah I just like I take pride I don't have time too but then I actually think ever since I become uh, like I went on a plant-based diet my life has become easier because I don't think just speaking of Persian food you probably know how processed it is every stew that you want to make you have to you know it has to be cooked for a couple hours and it takes so much time. But then, and then for the meat, it takes like meat and chicken. It takes so much to marinate, you know, and you have to prep it. But with plants, you just like, I just like spray some um, spices on top and like, bam, I'm done. I just put it in the oven or like my, um, what is it? This like air fryer. I just, or my grill pan. I just like put it there, no oil, nothing. Uh, few minutes later I have like my zucchini my sweet potato my beans and it's like my life has become actually really really easy so the culinary school that I went to is also like predominantly plant-based they were very much so into like whole foods and um health supportive things and I remember like in the third day of class we did um the blanch like a blanching and a steaming method and the raw method and there was like no salt, no nothing. And I just remember learning, like people are missing out on like the actual flavor of vegetables because they're so flavorful, so nutritious. And people are just, I think, scared of something new. It's so, it's so amazing. Every time, you know, it's so amazing because you can eat any vegetable literally raw, but then you never can eat any chicken, fish, meat, anything raw. And then you, but then still people think, you know, I think most of the flavor comes from all the vegetables that we add to like whatever food. But then a lot of times, 
I got this question many, many times. They're like, how do you, you know, how do you live on a plant-based diet? How do you survive, you know? And then let me tell you, right? Do you take, what, do you have to take B12? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you this. This is actually the funniest part of uh, my plant-based journey. Every single time I had a colleague or a friend take one spoon of my food, they're just like, as soon as it, they put it in their mouth, they're like, this is so delicious. And I'm like, of course it is. So it's so amazing that they got so surprised that our food is delicious. I'm like, duh. I know. I love it too. So before we like before the end of each podcast, I asked the person if this was your last day on earth and you could eat anything that you wanted, what would it be? Appetizer, entree, and dessert from anywhere in the world, any dish, your favorites, and obviously plant based, whatever you'd like. I grew up, I actually was a very fat, I mean, like very overweight when I was young. So at some point, I lost 40, 45 pounds. And I kind of took into, and I was, when I was young, I used to snack and everything. Now I don't snack. Now my taste is changed. So I can tell you that, I mean, maybe 10 years ago, if you ask me, I would just give you a an answer right away. I would be like, you know, this dish is going to be and this appetizer. But right now, I don't know if you realize, I was just like having my like green smoothie. And like, I enjoy eating broccoli. And I enjoy just chewing on kale. And I kind of feel like it's just like habit. My taste buds are so used to enjoying all the nutrients. I love that. Don't they say that um, in order to change your taste buds or your flavor palette, it takes like 28 days or something um, to, and like, then you like, you, you taste like people who have gone vegan or plant-based say that like things taste different after the, the first month. It does. It does. And I can tell you as when I was young, I never liked lettuce, like lettuce, like the smell of it make me want to throw up. Like my mom, I couldn't bring it close to me. And now I just walk in the grocery store and I enjoy saying like the very first thing I pick up is like lettuce and kale. And so I kind of feel like a lot of it is in our mind and like developing habits. But but then if you have to put that answer, the question, if you have to close it with that question, Cause I can tell you, I still, I think I enjoy pizza very much. So like pizza is, if I want to have, I mean, like, I don't like call it a cheat day because you know, I know it has like a bad stigma around it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't eat it all that often, maybe once a month, because the, the thing is that I, I'd rather, you know, make things from scratch healthy know that it doesn't have much oil and it's not processed so but then if I want to you know have more variety in life I may you know want to have pizza and pizza has been like one of my all-time favorite foods so I make a lot of like I make vegetable pizza with a lot of like different kind my my husband says this is your salad on bread like my <laughs> it's so colorful but it's beautiful you know i like it <laughs> i love it i love it um where can people find you where can they learn more about what you're doing if you want to share so they can sure so uh, my instagram is actually very easy it's dr adele dr underline adele uh, and Adele is just like the singer. She made my life so easy. So people remember my name. Like I have patients who like saw me last year and they walk and they recognize me and they're like, oh, you're Adele. And I'm like, yes. 
So they're like, it's, it's so easy. She, she made my life so easy. So Instagram is actually uh, one of the most um, social media platforms that I use. But I can tell you that I'm not um, very, very active. Um, and I haven't been active in the past couple months just because I was so focused on my last year of training and I was interviewing for a fellowship. But I actually... Um, and COVID, yes. We actually had a really huge backlog of COVID, backlog patient of COVID that we had to deal with. But things are getting better. And I really like to, you know, I try to um, inspire people with uh, more recipes. Yeah. And like uh, my grocery store finds or anything about like uh, micronutrient, macronutrient, there's anything that I find helpful for um, people I usually like to share. But just because that's my true passion, I kind of feel like as soon as I'm done with my education, which is not going to be too long from now, I really like to pursue that, whether it's like getting double board certified in like lifestyle medicine or like taking uh, advocacy more um, serious. This is going to be, you're going to hear more about of me. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. Thank you so, so much for being on today and doing this. Um, I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Remember to follow Dr. Adele and follow me at Health Chef Julia and subscribe to this podcast.